0: hello 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 everyone welcome to a new week of am i really the podcast this is gabby Thorn. hello it is friday and y'all i don't know about you but this morning when i woke up i said "Ooh, all my life i had to fight i had to fight to get on my bed <laughs> this is why uh for people who who are still you know in school or whatever look y'all when you get out of school and you start, like, adult life, it, the, the you know, oh, I'm just going to get up on no lack of sleep, Mm-mm, it's not the same. You got to get your eight hours, and that's how I was feeling today. <laughs> All right, and so, um, yeah, welcome, y'all. It is August 20th, which I don't know why, but I just felt like this day is just a good day, maybe because, like, 20 and 21 are, like, my favorite numbers, um, but yeah, and so, Hi, it's your first time tuning in. Welcome, Um, y'all. So how many of us just go through tests and trials and everything, right? Sometimes, and we just, you know, we're like, where is this leading? So when I say a trial, I say a tribulation, a challenge, a bad time in your life. This is what I'm talking about, right? Um, A trial, which like, you know, this is not the rest of your life yet. At the same time, it's like, why is this happening to me? At the same time, it's like, God, where are you at within this? Within this? At the this same time, it's just like, you know, I just have so much bad happening that I don't even understand what's next, right? This is a trial, right? And the thing about a trial, right, is that we don't know the end of it or we can foresee the end of it, but we might not know the exact time that's going to end while at the same time when we're when we are in a trial, it just starts to make us hopeless, right? So I think about on kind of like over this past year of my life, right? There's a lot of times when I just felt like hopeless, like, you know, God, like, uh, like I'm at my financial pit, like what's going on? Like I'm listening to you, I'm following your voice, just like within John of how um My sheep, they know my voice and they won't follow the voice of a stranger. Like, Lord, I'm doing all this and everything, right? Yet why is all this stuff happening? And sometimes... We're going through stuff, is like we don't, we might not understand where it's going, but at the same time, um, we need to know, okay, is this a golly trial or is this a me trial? Right? And so, today, I'm just gonna give three quick points of how you know if it's a golly versus a me trial. Um, and y'all, I gotta go to work, and so this is probably gonna be like for real, for real, (laughs) three quick points, (laughs) not like a oh, three quick points, but oh, but no, this is gonna be for real, for real, three quick points, all right? And so, Here's three questions that you should ask yourself, right? First question is, do you feel you are more aware of who God is? If it is a godly trial, listen very, very close to me, especially somebody listening. Listen very, very close to me. If you have not grown closer to God in whatever amount, months or even I don't know, years that you are going through this trial. Maybe it's not a godly trial, but then also in the other part, are you, are you searching for God and are you finding God during this time? Right. Um, it, because there's a difference. So say, for instance, if you're seeking God and everything and all that you do, um, you're loving the Lord, your God with all your heart, soul, strength, right? Just like, um, one of, the, well, like one of the first, you know, commandments and everything. If you're doing that and seeking Him and you're finding Him, then yes, it's a godly trial. Just because we go through challenges or whatever doesn't mean that God isn't with us, you know, just like within Joshua of how it says, like, he'll never leave us nor forsake us. Just because, you know, we're going through something or whatever, we feel like we're in a pit like Joseph um, within the book of Genesis. No matter what we're going through, like he's with us. Right. And. And I think about him seeking us in everything. I think about um Matthew 7. And we we talk about the scripture so much, but when we really look at the scripture and we read like the whole whole verses and the context and everything, it's talking about getting close to God. It's not talking about getting more money or something like that, you know? All right. And so Matthew 7, New King James Version, it reads, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives and he who seeks find and to him who knocks it will be open, right? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You don't get to God you don't get to God unless it's through Jesus. And so if you are seeking God and everything and He's um answering you, it might not be with giving you what you want immediately because He Jesus Lord, not Jesus what I want. He's not genie in the bottle. Um, then He's still He's still there for you, but you just have to search Um and search and also just know that God has a time for everything. Like I think about within Ecclesiastes 3 of like, there's a time to grow, there's time to reap, there's time to plant and all these different things, right? There's a time for every single thing. And so sometimes with a godly trial, when we think like, oh, God isn't with us or that da, 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 and the third. But it's not that he's not with us. It's that we're not seeking him. And I'm talking about me from personal um experience. I think about um. Like a year ago, um, I had something in my life that was like a huge, huge, uh, huge, huge idol, right? And guys, like, I'm going to give you, oh, like, of course, I have this promise for you, but it's not now, right? And so- some of the promises that God have 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 given us is that less is a promise but it it awaits in a appointed time. I think about like um and I, I believe it's the book of hab hab you know what I'm talking about <laughs> the book of habakkuk um and it basically talks about how you know write write the plan down um but it awaits in a appointed time. There's that part of it too. And so yeah um God might have a promise for you, but it has a time And his, in our time and his timing is not the same. Right. And so this leads me to my second question for you to ask yourself, do I feel like I have opened and closed doors in my life? And this is, um, a huge part of how you can tell if it's a golly trial, right? If we have idols, idol is anything you place before God. If we have, um, a child, if we have someone who passed away, if we have real estate, if we have business, if we have work, if we have our husband, our wife, our spouse, what anything can be an idol. Look, we can literally have what is it? What is this? Uh, I'm looking I'm looking in my backyard. We can literally have a yard as an idol. Right. We can literally say like, oh, this comes in the you know like this has to be done and if not then oh my goodness and da 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 you know it's like we know when things are idols in our lives when if we don't get them we really freak out or if we can't have it anymore we really freak out um that's a telltale if you have if there's an idol in our lives but then also um if we could idolize God's promise, right? We could idolize who we could idolize the promise more than we idolize who God is. And if you don't know who God is and you don't know who Jesus is, go back and listen to um my the episode which is who is God, who is Jesus is probably like within episode thirty, um I believe. But that's something else. And then when I think about. Uh, you know, if we how do we know if we're idolizing or sometimes sometimes we just need to ask God, right? So I think about First Chronicles twenty eight nine, right? And so, um, David, D- David, he's king and everything, right? And his son is Solomon, right? Um, David was a man after God's own heart, right? And so First Chronicles twenty eight nine says, "As for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart and with a willing mind, for the Lord search all hearts and under I'm sorry, and understands all the intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you off forever. Consider now for the Lord has chosen you to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it, right? Be strong and do it. No matter what you are going through, or even if you have idolized something, don't allow um, the enemy, um, the father of lies, don't allow the enemy to tell you that, oh, you can't go back after God, that you can't chase God again, that you can't have a relationship with God, right? Um, when when I think about Romans ten nine that says um if you be, if you believe and confess what you say um you believe in your heart right that Jesus is Lord then you will be saved like no matter what you've done and when, once you um receive salvation or whatever it's not like. Oh, I messed up a couple of times. I can't go back to God. You know, he searches. But then also not, even, not only does he search for us, but he's he's He searches. Not only does he search for us, but we must search for him. Going back to what I said a couple of minutes ago of like when we are searching, when we are doing, when we are when we are moving and doing and growing to become something right, we want to become more of God. But then also with that, we have to become less of us. Ooh. And y'all, I don't know about you, but personally in my life, I feel like that is one of the hardest parts of being Christian, more of him and less of me. And so what do I mean by this? I mean, when, how do I say this? I mean, when I want to... I'm going to use my birthday as a My birthday is next month, right? And if it, if, it, if it was just me, I'm like, oh, I just want to go out to eat at this place, right? But if I'm being more like God, right? I'm thinking, okay, how can I use this birthday to serve the people around me, right? And whether it's like, you know, choosing different options because they might not eat the same type of food that I eat at. It's like things like that. I just, like my flesh doesn't want to do that because like, dude, if I want to eat at the spiciest restaurant and like my mouth just like because I really like spicy food. That's what I want to do. But, you know, I have to, you have to, well, I have to consider people around me. And so more of God, less of you might look different for you. It might look like, um, you're a person who is married or you're, you know, about to get married or whatever. It might be, you really might want to go to sleep, but God might be to, like, you need to listen to this person speak before you go to sleep, right? It can be like just a small thing. Sometimes uh, I, I, I might be going off track, but I don't care. But sometimes as Christians, I feel like we might think like, oh, this has to be super spiritual to be God. Do you get what I'm saying? So say for instance, oh, this has to be directly related to be a church or something like that to be God, like uh, to be a minister, to be someone who preaches the gospel. I'm um, just like within Matthew 28, um, I think it's 16 of when um jesus um the last the last you know basically thing he took his disciples is therefore therefore go go therefore and make disciples of all um, the, um nations baptize them in the father in father and son like uh whatever right um different different versions read, read different things but it's that and so I think about that, um, you know, to be to be going and making disciples, which are disciples anyone who follows Jesus. So if you're a person and you follow Jesus, guess what? It's your turn to um, replicate that and have people who follow Jesus. Because something that I think about um, constantly, and something I just cry when I think about it. Um, today's not gonna be a cry day, <laughs> but um, something that I think about a lot of times is like, Lord, are you happy? Like God, if I die. you know, what would the people around me have? Would they have, oh, just memories with Gabby or would they have Jesus? Jesus is eternal. Gabby, um, yes, the Holy Spirit that is living within me is eternal, but Gabby herself is not an eternal. And so that's something I encourage you to do as well, right? All right, and so let's go back to the co- topic of Golly versus me trial. And so um, before, actually before y'all, let me tell you, Y'all, um, there is this popcorn. I started eating it, and it's by this person, Gary Poppins. And mm, y'all, it's so light, it is so yummy, and it is all good for your tummy, all right. And so, I have a special code for you to order a box of this popcorn, um, because y'all, you just need it, all right. And so, if you so definitely go click on the link in the bio and enter my special code for a special discount, right? All right. And so let's hop back into the topic, right? Golly versus me trial. And so a third point, and this is maybe where where we are going to end today, is that it's not even a question. It's just a point. A me trial makes it more about you. A golly trial makes it more about God. So what I mean by this is when you have a test, when you have a trial, um, when you have a really big challenge in your life, if you, this is my, my personal opinion, there are certain things that are, are fruit that it should produce, right? When you're going through a golly trial, it's like after you get through the trial, you, you, like, yeah, even if you got what you wanted. So say for instance, um, like being out of debt, that's like one of my huge goals in life. Like I want to be out of debt before I get married. Like I don't want to walk into marriage with that. Um, Say for instance, when that day happens, like when, I get out of debt. When it happens, when I get out of debt, Um, I'm not going to be like, oh, this was so me. But I want to be like, you know, Lord, thank you for providing. Thank you, Lord, that you are Jehovah Jireh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, it makes me more thankful for God versus that I got what I wanted. Right. That's a God. That's a Godly um, trial. Now, also with a Godly trial is... It, it it produces something within you that nothing else can. So when I say it produces something, is like I think about um Galatians 5, which I'm going to turn to real quick, are the fruits of the Spirit, right? It produces these fruits of the Spirit in you. Like it, it just does. It just does. It produces in you what you don't even want to do. Back, back to when I was saying, um, when you when you follow, when you follow Jesus, it makes you more like him and less of you. Which is hard. Like it's not easy. Um, Christianity is not easy. All right, and so Galatians 5 22 um in CSB version which is christian standard bible reads but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control the law is not against such things now those who belong to jesus christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires if we live by the spirit let us also keep in step with the spirit let us not become conceited provoking one another envying one another I hope we don't envy people because if when we envy people, we don't know what they've been through. When we envy people, we don't know where they have been. When we envy people, we we're we real, we're really envying what we see, but we're not envying what we don't see. Right? I think about. Uh, I'm getting off topic. I'm I'm getting off topic, but I um real quick. I think about so many people I meet in my age. So I'm 22. About to be 23 in 20 days. Woo-hoo! But um, I think about a lot of people in my age are like, oh, I want to get married because I want to get married. It's going to hit this and that or whatever. And I and I, all the time when I hear that, I think, OK, I think we envy what we see, but we don't envy what we don't see. Because when I tell the people who've been married for a little while, they've been married 10 years, they'll tell you some stuff that people who have been married for a couple years won't tell you, which is not a bad thing because, of course, your marriage is fresh, you need to protect it, you don't need to be telling about your business, unless you have, like, godly counsel and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, um, yeah. So I just hope we don't envy people, even the step of life that we're in, you know, career. Um, but back to the fruits of the spirit, right, is that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness and everything. Um a golly trial is going to produce those things, and now me trial is not going to produce any of those things. A me trial is going to produce um, these things, right? So. Galatians 5, 19 says, Now the works of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality. This is sex outside of marriage. This is um, incest. This is this is so much stuff. Um, sexual immorality, moral impurity, promiscuity, idolatry. Back to what I said earlier, idolatry. Um, sorcery, hatred, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, mm, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and anything similar. I'm warning you about these things, as I warned you before, that those who practice such things will not... Inherit the kingdom of God. Don't don't take God lightly, y'all. Just don't, cause he' crazy. I love him, but he' crazy. <laughs> Um. All right, and so y'all, that wraps up today of what's a golly versus me trial. Um, click the link um below to, of course, get that popcorn from Gary Poppins. But then also follow me on Instagram, keep up with me, and y'all, I love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of Am I Worthy the podcast, and I'll see you next time. All right, bye bye, love you. Okay.